Welcome to the Skeptic Choir. Days. It is an overcast and rainy day here in San Antonio for the 66th episode of The Skeptic Wire on the 11th of July 2012. It's been raining all day, but my name is Gary Lawn, and with me this week are Donna Swafford and special guest Teacher Mike. Howdy. Yes, that's <laughs> how he teaches. He teaches them, don't say hello, say howdy. Because we're in Texas, y'all. We'll be talking about that later. I think it's part of the uh, GOP platform that howdy shall be the new greeting, official state greeting. <laughs> I thought it was, Definitely. good morning, Mr. Long. <laughs> Could be, in a creepy kind of way, sure. <laughs> our regular co-host, our normal, co- no, he's not even normal, our, <laughs> our, our other usual co-host, Greg Perrine is out at TAM on a fact-gathering mission. Yeah, you know, and unfortunately he's not doing everything that, you know, most participants at TAM do. Like drinking? Greg doesn't drink. No, well, he's still going to the bars. Yeah. Yeah, but of course alcohol gives you the extra push to stay up until that 4 o'clock. <laughs> he doesn't need that. No. Yeah. Just just empty calories. Mm-hmm. So we hope you're having a good time, Greg, you Bastard. Cheeky bastard. <laughs> um, and therefore, we don't really have a birthday today. No. Uh, because uh, Donna didn't do it. I didn't do it. Mike sure as hell didn't do it. <laughs> we didn't even we didn't ask him to do anything. We'll say it's 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 the uh, the Amazing Meetings birthday today. Yes. I guess. I it's, think that's appropriate. It's the tenth tenth anniversary of the Amazing Meeting. Uh, what do we have coming up? We have the San Antonio Coalition of Reason is hosting a talk given by Leo Igwe, who is, in fact, right now, well, not right now, but in the next day or so, talking at the amazing meeting. So Greg gets a preview. He, yeah, well, he's not going to be here for the the talk, so he'll probably get a similar talk, except without the grandstanding and, no, we're not going to, we're not going to talk about how some of... The local free thinkers like to pontificate instead of ask a question. <laughs> but I will snidely say it in my previous utterance. So who is Leo Igwe, you may ask? And when yes, is he going to be here? who is he? Tell me. Well, he is the founder of the Nigerian Humanist Movement and the Nigerian Skeptic Society. And he served as the Western and Southern African representative to the International Humanist and Ethical Union. And he has written many a paper and many an article. Uh, he has quite a few articles at the Institute for Emerging Ethics and Technologies. He's spoken before the United Nations on human rights uh, in March of this year, in fact. Uh, the Human Rights Council in Geneva. So he's been quite the world traveler. Yes, he's a pretty um, vocal opponent to... Elena Kaibo and all of the work that she has done in Africa. All of the evangelicals going down there saying that uh, a witch, suffer not a witch among you. 
Yep. So he he has ta- uh, spoken against uh, anti-gay legislation, accusation and in, uh, incarceration for witchcraft, uh, ritual killings, human sacrifice, child witch superstition, caste discrimination, and anti-blasphemy laws. So he is raising awareness elsewhere in the world so that we can start pushing, putting pressure on the leaders in Africa to stop it. Stop it. Okay, so he's going to speak. He is speaking this coming Monday, the 16th, at 7 p.m. At the First Unitarian Church here in San Antonio, Texas. Um, And it's free, but uh, we would like a donation to help defray costs. Yes. And, oh, Matt Dillhunty might actually be down for it. Oh, really? Okay, so we'll probably have some further Mm. out atheist freethinkers coming down. Which would be good, because we might get some... Good questions without the grandstanding happening. <laughs> cool guests coming to town. Yeah. Oh, uh. we have an update, don't we, about the the Regenerus study. Yes, so we, we had talked about this a couple of weeks ago. It was about the LGBT parenting. And yes. they came out and said that they were worse than regular parents based on not much data at all, and having to skew some data. And 200 scholars came out. Uh, sorry, 200 scholars in the field. <laughs> yes, important thing to note. Yeah, it's it's not like the Discovery Institute getting an engineer to say they, they don't believe in evolution. These are actual societal scholars and, and sociologists and psychologists coming out against it. Because, quite frankly... The paper was bad. Their numbers were bad. Their science was bad. Their science was bad. And their conclusions were just as bad as all of the data that supported it. Or rather, didn't support it. So that's that's fairly Well, happy. and it was also the, the funding, where the funding came from. Who did the review. Right. It was, a, it was a, a follow the money sort of thing. Yeah. And it turned out that some of the people who did the peer review were associated with the study directly. And that was undisclosed. So there were some problems with the report. And it has been condemned. So, condemn! Condemn! <laughs> <laughs> March against it. Pitchforks and, and what are those things called? Scythes? No, the torches. Torches and pitchforks. Torches and pitchforks? Yeah. Because it is a Frankenstein monster. Absolutely. Frankenstein was pretty bad science, too. <laughs> yeah, but you know, no worse than the regenerous. Yeah, I study. guess not. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, what else? We've you know got. What? What? I've got a rant. You have a rant. I have a really big rant here. Okay. And I, yeah, I, I've not talked about this with Teacher Mike. I've not talked about this with you. I read this this afternoon, and Ooh, this would be interesting. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> On MSNBC, they had a poll of the most memorable TV news moments over the past 50 years. 50 years. Okay. Now. So that brings us back to 1962. Right. Because 1963 is the oldest thing that they have listed. Okay. Now. Before I say anything, apparently nothing ever happened in the 70s worth noting. 
Because there is nothing from the 70s listed. Right. Apollo 13. <laughs> okay. Uh, the, the the gas crisis, energy crisis. Not on uh, there at all. Olympics, the attack on the Olympics. Not on there. Jonestown. Not on there. Um, okay. Take a while, guess what the number one listed most memorable TV news moment was. Uh, moon landing. No, actually, it's September 11th attacks. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm, I'm willing to guess that uh, David Hasselhoff singing on the Berlin Wall, maybe? Uh, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm amazed. Okay. Number two. 9-11. So, so this is a fairly American-centric. Yes. Okay. Although, Num- I guess you could include uh, Afghanistan and Iraq would probably include that as well. <laughs> Number two was Hurricane Katrina, when the levees broke. I don't oh, necessarily, I don't okay. think that it should have been that high, but it's definitely memorable. I mean, it's it's still causing problems. Okay. When you talk to people nowadays, there are certain quintessential events that people talk about. They will always remember where they were. Mm-hmm. For our generations, is always September 11th. We always knew exactly where we were, exactly what we were doing. Even though we misremember it, yes. Right. <laughs> what for older generations? What has always been their big one? Uh, how how older? Because <laughs> there's, there's our a, parents. Okay. Well, there's the the Berlin Wall. Mm. No, I'm thinking a little bit bigger. Happened in Dallas. JFK. In oh, JFK. Sure. That is number 15. Wow. I guess, guess it depends on who you pull. Guess what is above that, though? Um, the breakup of... No, Liberace comes out as gay? No. Um, Prince William and Kate Middleton's wedding. Oh, you got to fucking be kidding me. Uh, oh, death no. of Michael Jackson? No. Actually, the death of Whitney Houston. Okay. I don't think that Michael Jackson actually... Okay. Oh, Wow. Wow, we have a very skewed because I okay. exactly this is what, what I've been wanting to read uh, about the Challenger disaster. Um, life on Mars. Okay, I, granted, let me just I'm a read geek. the list. Let me read the list. September 11th attacks, Hurricane Katrina, O.J. Simpson murder verdict. Okay, okay, Challenger was number four. Okay, okay. Death of Osama bin Laden. O.J. Simpson's high speed car chase. Two O.J. Simpsons. Number three and number six. The earthquake slash tsunami in Japan, the Columbine shooting, the BP oil spill, the funeral of Princess Diana, the death of Whitney Houston, the capture and execution of Saddam Hussein, Barack Obama's acceptance speech, Prince William and Kate Middleton's wedding, the assassination of John F. Kennedy, the Oklahoma City bombing, the Bush-Gore election results, the Los Angeles riot slash Rodney King beating, the Casey Anthony murder trial verdict, and the funeral of John F. Kennedy. Those are their top 20 events. And the moon landing didn't even rate. The moon landing, the 1972 Munich Olympic massacre, the hostage situation, which was on the news for 400 and something days. Yeah, I was like, when I read this, I was like, holy fuck, this is why our country is screwed. I weep for my country when I read shit like this. Yeah. 
Well, okay, it didn't include anything from uh, Vietnam, Watergate. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yay, I'm so glad that uh, <laughs> the death of Whitney study, Houston is okay, more important than This was a study that questioned 12,000 participants. Wow. Over three days. <laughs> Get this. <laughs> Resulting in only 1,077 completed surveys. Okay. That's pretty bad. Respondents were provided a list of choices selected by media experts that range from news coverage, such as the assassination of John F. Kennedy, to pop culture events, such as the final, such as the airing of final episodes of Friends, Seinfeld, and Cheers. (laughs) Oh, they didn't have Lost on there? Screw them. (laughs) (laughs) Biggest disappointing news. (laughs) You know. Never watched it. The return of Doctor Who, for crying out loud. Right. (laughs) The cancellation of Firefly. Yeah. What's what's interesting for me is not what's on the list, but what's not on the list. Brian Siegel, vice president of television for Sony Electronics. There wasn't entertainment. No Super Bowl, no Friends finale. It was all news events. Memories are the... That are ubiquitous among us all. You know what? No, Whitney no. Houston is is fucking entertainment. And so is uh, OJ. OJ is pretty much entertainment too. <laughs> the death of Princess Diana. I, I can understand that to, from a certain amount of political, but as much you know, she really was more. She's the, a figurehead. Yeah. Okay, and the wedding oh, of wait, Princess what, William. Yeah. What about the wedding of Princess Diana? Yeah. No, that didn't make it. I know. It was her son. Now I can I can see I can see the the recent wedding of Kate Milden just because that's an, it's recent so people are going to think about it. but why should we in the United States give a fuck about England's royalty getting married exactly doesn't affect our day to day life <laughs> month to month yeah year to year you know it's, it's, it's the quote is the most uh, significant things when it comes to television were the events. But the moment share with people, things like watching baseball with my dad, seeing the Olympics together, all of these things that bring emotional memories together. I, you know what? And I understand that, but that's personal. But when you sit there and you think about the ev- most memorable moments. Yeah. I don't, I don't me, think about Whitney Houston. Right. One of the most memorable things that I remember is literally every night seeing the news, sitting in my parents' living room about the hostage situation in Iran Mm -hmm. every night. And it would have that red number that would come up and it would be, you know, 365, day 366, 367. Yeah. Every night. That's fucking memorable. Yeah. Not who won or lost, you know, the 1975 World Series. Yeah, Tiananmen Square. Granted, that also really didn't affect me all that much. I, do, I, I but I do remember seeing the the dude with in the in the tank. Although right. that's such, become such an icon, it's hard to remember. That but yeah, like the, I mean, the fall of the Berlin Wall. Yeah, it's huge. huge, and it impacted. It's still impacting. Yeah. So yeah, that is my rant. This is why <laughs> I weep for my country. Well, if you want to weep anymore. <laughs> You can look closer to home. Oh, how's that? Well, excitingly, the Texas Republican Party has released their platform paper 
to say what they're about and what they're for and, well, actually mainly what they're against. But <laughs> it's really exciting. I know it's been on a lot of these blogs, and they've really hit the highlights. We're going to go a little bit more into depth on it. It's it's interesting. Um, so the name, it's, it's the 2012 Republican Party of Texas Report of Platform Committee paper is what we're what we're reading from from I'm yes. actually impressed that they you know well you know they did it almost it. makes it sound like it's fake you know yes it's like someone made this to make the Republican Party of Texas look bad why would you call it Republican Party of Texas it doesn't it, I don't know does it make sense to you yeah. to call it Repu- 2012 Republican Party of Texas report of platform committee it just sounds fake to me. It sounds, yeah, it's 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 it sounds like they're not even sure that they remember what they did. So let's label it yeah. to remind us. Oh yes, we yeah. are the Republican Party, and this is what we did this to be <laughs> in the last two years. It's very weird. This is what we were. This is our term paper. That's <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. This is what, what what I did on my summer vacation. Well, at least it didn't say, hello, my name is Kent Hoven, and this is my... Re- <laughs> <laughs> or, hello, my name is David Barton, and... <laughs> and this is my PhD thesis in fictional writing. Weird. It's about 22 yeah. pages of actual text... There's, um, oh, let me see. Well, let's start out with the most obvious one, the one that everybody's been talking about. The education platform. The education. Yeah, let's, let's just go ahead and skip to that. Let me find, let me pull that up here. Let me see. I'll just, I'll just go through and give you highlights as I, as I, I we have their principles, sanctity of human life, preserving American freedom, very important, uh, getting rid of affirmative action. We'll get to that. Oh, labeling livestock real idea. Restoring integrity to our elections. That's good. Honoring the symbols. Campaign finance reform. Get rid of that. Homosexual. Educating our children. Here we go. Oh, I just saw one above that that I want to actually really quickly address because it does deal with a previous issue that we talked about. What's that? If you look under unprocessed foods... We support the availability of natural, unprocessed foods. Yes. Including, but not limited to, the right to access raw milk. Mmm. Dr. Alley, I believe the state of Texas is calling you. (laughs) (laughs) Your your cape is in the mail. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Dr. Alley definitely needs a cape for this one, because (laughs) she's going to be wading through some bullshit. Yep, and and, uh, obviously some, some glasses to hide her identity. You know what? We will we will make her a superhero. <laughs> All right. So their education, knowledge based education. We would think that we would want knowledge based education right. to be taught, critical thinking skills, stuff like that. What do you think they say? They say, "Quote." This is on page twelve, by the way. "Quote." We oppose the teaching of higher order thinking skills. Hots. Mm-hmm. By the way, those are all capitalized, the H-O-T-S, higher order thinking skills. 
values clarification, critical thinking skills, and similar programs that are simply a relabeling of outcome-based education, OBE, mastery learning, which focus on behavior modification and have the purpose of challenging the student's fixed beliefs and undermining parental authority. So, <laughs> if your parents don't agree that 2 plus 2 equals 4, if they believe it equals 6, then as a teacher, we can't teach that 2 plus 2 equals 4 because that would be undermining the parental authority. If your parent thinks that we live on a flat earth, you cannot teach the child that because that, would, that would attack their fixed belief. Now, interestingly enough, uh, there was... Uh, I, I sometimes watch the Young Turks, and they were talking about this now teenager who changed his mind. Yes, a teenager? When he was 14, this teenager was a staunch Republican. He even got up and talked at a Republican convention, and he quoted Rush Limbaugh at them and spoke unto them as Rush Limbaugh might speak unto them. And he was full of the fury of the Republicans against them, homosexuals, and against those liberals who want to tax everybody. Well, that child is now a young adult and is now a liberal. <laughs> and he, <laughs> he said, yeah, once I started getting, you know, learning stuff, I realized that their platform doesn't make any sense. They're a bunch of crazy people. Yeah. So just four years in the making. Now, that may be this higher order thinking skills that they don't want taught in schools. <laughs> I can't believe that they don't. What are you supposed to teach them? Just facts? I guess so. All you yeah, teach them. Not now, necessarily. It's, it's, I mean... a fact, it's a fact that two plus two equals four. Right. But only only in held, base 10, of course. Right. And if yeah. my firmly held beliefs say that, say, 2 plus 2 equals 20, or 22, 2 plus 2 equals 22, well, that is my firmly held belief. That's why I, I really don't believe that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I want that noted right now for the record. So, <laughs> that's just inane. Right, but you know what? You know what? I'm, I'm looking at these, and you know they're hitting all of the standard things, controversial yeah. theories. We support the objective teaching and equal treatment of all sides of scientific theories. Okay. We support theories such as life origins and environmental change should be taught as challengeable scientific theories, subject to change as new data new data is produced. Teachers and students should be able to discuss strengths and weaknesses of these theories openly, without the fear or retribution or discrimination of any kind. Teach the controversy. Yeah. Yes. Backdoor allowing of creationism into our science classrooms. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, they believe that the right of parents to raise and educate their children is fundamental. Duh. Very good. Parents that. have the right to withdraw their child from any specialized program. We urge the legislature to enact penalties for violation of parental rights. Now... So if your child isn't making the grade, or maybe he's violent, I'm going to say he, 
could be a she, but generally it's going to be a he. Well, I had an experience with that in grade school where, like, literally we had a kid who was, I think, off. Mentally ill and would literally, I had hair, I mean, down past, down to my knees. And at one point he tied my hair to the back of my chair. (laughs) I I know. It's not, it's not funny, but it is. Yeah, certainly at the I time. Wanted, I wanted not to funny. see that kid. And out, as a parent, and my, and yeah. my teacher wouldn't was like older than dirt and wouldn't do shit. Yeah. And well, wondered what, then when I said, you know what, I'm not doing shit in this classroom because like the last half of the year I didn't do any work because I was all like, fuck, if I've got to protect myself against this kid, I'm be spending my time <laughs> watching mm-hmm. my back, not worrying about you know say howing how to do borrowing right. <laughs> in math. Yeah. Sorry. Basic self defense does become a, a yeah. primary skill. Well that's that yeah. And and if you have to do that then that's obviously uh, ruining the learning environment. Yep. So okay. I, I guess you can parents do have the right to withdraw their child from any specialized program, but that doesn't mean that they get put back in to the regular program. So right. you would just have to take them out. Right. Oh, but I'm, I'm kind of thinking that this actually more ties in with the following statement. Yes. Sex education. We recognize parental responsibility and authority regarding sex education. We believe that parents must be given an opportunity to review the material prior to giving their consent. I, I kind of agree with that. I, I the parents should know. That. The parents should know what the kid's being taught. I would completely I, agree with yeah. that. But... We oppose any sex education other than abstinence until marriage. So, what you're saying is is that, this is how I'm reading this. You should have the authority and the opportunity to review material about abstinence until marriage sex education. Because, what they're saying is, parents should have the right to review it as long as it's this. Yes. <laughs> Exactly. And then they have parental school choice. Uh, We encourage the government and Texas legislature to enact child-centered school funding options, which fund the student, not schools or districts, to allow maximum freedom of choice in public, private, or parochial education for all children. Let's ask Louisiana how well that one's going over. Yeah, but but the problem with that is, is they don't want funding at all. I mean, I don't want my tax dollars going to give to child to go to... A Catholic school here Catholic in San Antonio. That's a right. private school. They, I do not. It's a private school because it's private. The kid does they not get the money them. to go to a private school. Right. Right. He goes to public school. Parents want, have the money to send them to a private school and get indoctrinated, and however that goes. Good, but you know my tax dollars. I should think should go with it. Yeah. And the funny thing is, they agree with that. Earlier on in this, they're all about no, we're not gonna, our money should go wherever we you know we want it to. Right. So, what? I want to skip back to the to page twelve for a second. Um, the American identity, patriotism, and loyalty. This just made me giggle because oh, I didn't see that. Oh, yes. The very first line alone is just priceless. We believe that the current teaching of a multicultural curriculum is divisive. (laughs) We favor strengthening our common American identity and loyalty instead of political correctness that nurtures alienation among racial and ethnic groups. 
Oh, read the next oh, things. Read, read the, the next, next line. Students should pledge allegiance to the American Texas flags daily to instill patriotism. Instill patriotism. Dogmatic belief in whatever you're taught. Which goes back to don't teach them higher order thinking skills. We want you to be a mushroom. Yeah. We'll keep you in the dark, feed you only what you want, or what we want you to have. Exactly. You know, keep in the then, dark and, te- and feed them shit. Exactly. Oh. We favor improving the quality of education for all students, Yay. including those with special needs. We, res- we support a return to the traditional basics of reading, writing, and arithmetic and citizenship with sufficient discipline to ensure learning and quality educational assessment. <laughs> what? <laughs> that one to me, yeah. Oh, that's that. Well, you you missed you missed the the header. That's basic standards. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. This. Yeah. Uh, well, let's let's move on. State Board of Education. We believe that the SBOE should continue to be an elected body consisting of 15 members. The responsibilities must include appointing the Commissioner of Education, maintaining constitutional authority over the Permanent School Fund, maintaining sole authority over all curricular content and the state adoption of all educational materials. This process must include public hearings, and they should be minimally staffed out of general revenue. That's good. I like that. However, a textbook review. What? Well, I actually have an issue with the State Board of Education. Oh, do you? Yes. Well, he is Teacher Mike. Yeah. So. My issue with this whole thing is is they want it to be an elected member, 15 members and all this stuff. Great. But nowhere does it say that they want them to actually have been educators at any point or anything like no. that. Uh, that has been an ongoing issue that not only myself, but many other people who have been in the education field have issues with. Uh, and I, I concur. Uh, however, it, you, you, should, you will be happy that prior to this, uh, that's on page 13, uh, mm-hmm. on, on the bottom of page 12 it says, no taxpayer paid lobbyists. And they support, sorry, we support the prohibition of any paid public school employee or contractor to lobby the legislature or the SBOE unless on an unpaid basis and in an unofficial capacity. No registered lobbyist should be allowed to run for SBOE. So at least you won't get any lobbyists in there. <laughs> you know, fuck the lobbyists because yeah. they're just going to ruin everything for us. <laughs> I can't yeah. believe you actually said that with a straight face. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I did it without giggling, however. Yes. Yeah, the textbook Ooh. review. That one. Hold on. I, yeah. I just oh. saw a line that it, that made me stop for a second. Um, this is actually something I have an issue with. Early childhood development. We believe that parents are best suited to train their children in the early development and oppose mandatory preschool and kindergarten. We urge Congress to repeal government-sponsored programs that deal with early childhood development. Oh. Wow. Uh, there are children that do need help before school starts because of well-noticed or documented problems. And in Such- general, Texas in the past has actually had very good... Yeah, PPCD programs. And so wanting to completely cut them out is like 
is insane. Bog- right. Mind boggling. And, and, and it also, I, I suppose, also allows them to start acclimating to the school environment, um, but the socializing the, the kids. Because, I mean, it's, it's especially for the ones that have some kind of developmental dis- problem. Hmm. So they, they already get into that environment a little bit. They get some of the basics in advance. So once they get into a regular classroom, they're not as far behind. Right. Like, I mean, okay, here we go. I have experience in this. When my son was born, he failed his hearing tests at birth. And he was speech developmentally delayed. We were very fortunate in that we found a very good government program who sponsored the Easter Seals, who brought in a speech therapist into our house for an hour every week up until the point that he turned three. At that point, he would be turned over to the school system if he tested as needing speech therapy still. Fortunately for us, we had this really incredible, absolutely amazing speech therapist. Um who literally in a year and a half took him from no words to well-thought-out complete sentences. Um, Right before he turned three, she came over to the house and was right after lunch, and he looked at her and he said, my mommy helped me wash my hands. And she just threw up her hands and said, (laughs) let's go play, because there is nothing more that I could do. Excellent. He didn't need it in that program. But now they're talking about cutting that program out. That would include all deaf kids, all blind kids, who are going to need that extra assistance. Assistance and the time put in because the parents can't do it. Oh. And a lot. I mean, parents also. It's an it's a it's an expense that not everybody can afford. You know, you can't. You don't get to choose how your kid comes out. Right. Yeah. Or I guess you do. I guess if you pray properly. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, moving on. Uh, traditional principles in education. Mm-hmm. I love this one. We support school subjects with emphasis on the Judeo-Christian principles upon which America was founded. You missed that. Mm-hmm. It's America. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. I, I did this last week, didn't I? Which and which form the basis of? Would you guys please start humming something patriotic in the background? And was founded and which form the basis of America's legal, political, and economic systems. We support curricula that are heavily weighted on original founding documents, including the Declaration of Independence, the U.S. Constitution, and founders' writings. Nothing about history or science or oh wait, critical thinking skills. <laughs> we pitched those earlier. Yeah, we did. That was one of the first things they threw out. So, yay! Let's only teach them what they want you to know about the Declaration of Independence, the U.S. Constitution, and the Founders' writings. Yeah. yeah. Kind of scary. I know you had actually wanted to mention the textbook review, and I had stopped you earlier because of something I had wanted. Uh, yeah, I was just reading that one, too. That <laughs> Textbook review! <laughs> Until such time as all texts are required to be approved by the SBOE, each independent school district that uses non-SBOE-approved instructional materials must verify them as factually and historically correct. How? 
We don't know. Also, the ISD board must hold a public hearing on such materials, protect citizens' right of petition, and require compliance with TEC and legislative intent. Local ISD boards must maintain the same standards as the State Board of Education. What is TEC? Texas Education Commission. Commission. Okay. Well, you know, this is Texas. So we have to take also our swipes to the federal government. Since education is not an enumerated power of the federal government, we believe the Department of Education should be abolished. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) We'll just slide that one right in there. Oh, yes. I saw that in... Yeah, there's not. First of all, none of these are in in any particular order. No, which is why we're sort of we're popping around because they're not in order. Yeah, and there's a good reason for that because this entire party platform is quite schizophrenic. Yes, because they will want they will give with one hand and take away with the other. Uh, They don't want. Critical thinking skills, but then they demand that you teach people uh, uh, the 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 controversy. Well, the only way you teach the controversy is by giving them critical thinking skills, so they can determine which one is better. Right. But of course, they're not planning on doing that. They're just telling you that this has right. problems in the for God. What I find really interesting here is the one right after the Department of Education is the zero tolerance. I have that one marked too. We believe that zero tolerance policies in schools should specify those items that will not be tolerated at school. The policies should be posted on ISD websites. <laughs> My issue with this is where do you draw the line on certain <laughs> issues and with constantly changing issues of technology of society, of all these different things, you can't list everything. Right. Texas already tries to do that in their constitution, and it is already unwieldy and unmanageable. Trying to do that for educational policies for zero tolerance will not succeed either. Yeah. Although it, it sort of makes a little bit sense on a, on a broader view where I was thinking it, where it's like, okay, you're not allowed the kid to bring aspirin? Might want to tell them that they can't bring aspirin so they don't get in trouble and get suspended for a week for bringing frickin' aspirin to school. Mm-hmm. Or sunblock. Yeah. Might want to tell them that when you bring them out and put them in the 100-degree sun that they're not allowed to put on sunblock. Or you might want to tell the parents that they're going to be out in the sun for five hours and might get sunburned. That is just... So there's 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 a balancing act there, and I agree with yeah. you. I, I, and I'm seeing a little bit on, on both sides. But you're right. You, you can't have a thousand things listed on on the site. Well, you can. I mean, there's. But yeah, it's ridiculous. It, it should be a common sense. Guns. Guns aren't allowed. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, but you know what? They want the guns to they be. They want the guns in school. Yeah, they do. Because, you know, right after you get done with the educational portion of this, the very first thing is about the right to keep and bear arms. Yep. Not arm bears. So, I mean, and mind you, I am a proponent of the Second Amendment. I own a gun. Sure. 
you know, I, I, I am too. I don't. Well, I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> I do. I own a gun. I and I I practice with it at least twice a year. I believe that if I cannot, you know, hit something, I should not own a fucking gun. Probably yeah, because you might hit something you don't want to. But but one of the things, and I I didn't see it in here. But it, it but does. They, they, they were they were pushing they were pushing to have students. Uh, it is in carry. here. Oh, it is in here. Um, about surprised. midway through, the right to keep and bear arms. Until such time, we urge the state to reintroduce and pass legislation easing the current restrictions on firearms, such as open carry and campus carry. Because <laughs> there's nothing better than a professor failing a kid. And having to be worried that they're going to bring a firearm in. Oh, don't worry about this, Professor. Yes. <laughs> Stupid. But hey, unintended consequences. That's uh, that's sort of been the, <laughs> the the rallying call. You know, I mean, week. they do have a couple of things in here that that I can agree with. Sure. Indefinite detention. The Republican Party abhors any policies of indefinite detention of U.S. citizens without due process. We we urge Congress to terminate any practice of detention without due process. For American citizens. You know what? It's a start. Okay? <laughs> it's a start. So does that mean that they have to stop the Texas no-blow laws? I know. <laughs> Yeah. You know, no refusal weekends mm-hmm. in San Antonio. It's actually, I think it's 24-hour no refusal now. Yeah. We're not a police state, don't but worry, But then, people. I mean, they have some of this stuff that you're like, you really, you had to waste the two hours of arguing over it's how important. exactly to word some of these things in here. Because like this. As America is a nation under God founded on Judeo-Christian principles, sorry, we affirm the constitutional right of all individuals to worship in the religion of their choice. Okay. Right. No one's ever said that not. Exactly. (laughs) Except, of course, they made to say it's Judeo-Christian, so Islam is not in there. Buddhism is not in there. Scientology. is definitely not in there. Yeah. Yeah. but at the same time, properly applied, capital punishment is legitimate, is an effective deterrent, and should be swift and unencumbered. Swift and unencumbered. Yeah, because, gosh, how, how many people have been free, been freed on DNA evidence now? Oh, like yeah. a good majority of the people that are in, in jail for, yeah. for, for yes. crimes. So, yeah, let's just go ahead and kill them first and let God sort them out. Right. Um, I do. I do agree with the crime shouldn't pay because I do not believe that Texas has that law. Yep, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, if I I think the last time that happened, the person wrote a book. The person incarcerated wrote a book, and then the family got all the funds. Yeah, but they've had to. I I believe they had to sue for it. They had to sue for it. You know, I would like to see that as a law that says no. If you are convicted of a crime. And you write your book while you're in, in prison, you know, you yeah. can't profit from it. In other words, uh, O.J. Simpson, you know, yeah. number six on the yeah. popular media stories of the 20th century. Oh, more <laughs> crimes against 
women and abortions. Yeah. We believe a person who injures or kills an unborn child should be subject to criminal and civil litigation. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's uh, move out of there and let's let's go oh. let's go back to the start, shall we? Hold on. Huh? So you were saying, you know, they were all like, you know, the whole indefinite and everything else. Adults convicted of sexual molestation of a minor should receive mandatory prison sentences without probation or parole. Hmm. That sounds like indefinite. Yeah, that's true. That's what I was saying. Is it's a little bit schizophrenic because like, they 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 contradict themselves all the time. Well, I I, I, I have two different. from this section that I, I want to bring up. Okay. Um, first off, isn't the Boy Scouts of America a separate nonprofit organization? It's a private organization. That's what I thought because run by the Mormons. Because if, oh, you, by the Mormons, if you look on page 15, Boy Scouts of America, we support the Boy Scouts of America and reject any attempt to undermine or fundamentally change the ideals of the organization. <laughs> I know yeah, that this is a subject that has, and I know that this in the Boy Scouts. has come up numerous times, but yes. Um, but the other one that I found absolutely hilarious, I'm only going to re- read a short snippet of this one, but it's the electronic privacy one. Sure. Um, and it's I'm going to read the very last part. We further oppose any national ID program, including the Real ID Act and the use of radio frequency identification chips on humans. <laughs> okay, first of all, they're lying because they do want the ID Act for voter fraud. Which, right. of course, is a horrible, horrible thing that's going on here in Texas. Not at all. They're, they're, just, it's tea, they're, just, it's, they contradict themselves so much. Yeah. So fucking much. I like the use of the RF, RFID chips. Everybody line up while you're at HEB. Oh, wait. We can't scan you. <laughs> now, if you get lost, they can just take you to the local HEB and they can scan you and take you home. Yes. <laughs> Uh, you know what? I really like that idea, though. <laughs> I'm getting a, I'm getting a short short film idea now. Uh, yeah, I mean, because they're they're starting to put them in in, in criminal stuff at, yeah. at the very least, just so you know they can track them that way. Um, <clears throat> but speaking about personal freedoms, immunizations. I don't They've got to be for that, right? Okay. I mean, they save lives. Which page is that? Uh, page eleven. Page eleven. A couple of I things. I mean, they save lives. Yeah. They stop pre- preventable diseases. They, you know, they reduce the cost of health care in the United States by a lot. Mm-hmm. Unless, of course, you're one of those people who has a reaction to it, in which case that's not so good. However, no, no. Really? All adult citizens should have the right. Sorry, let me back up. All adult citizens should have the legal right to conscientiously choose which vaccines are administered to themselves or their minor children without penalty for refusing a vaccine. We oppose any effort by any authority to mandate such vaccines or any medical database that would contain personal records of citizens without their consent. Again, they're lying. They do want the database. They just don't want us to know that they want it. But, um... Oh! Yeah. Look a little further up. Oh, I did. Healthcare choice! Oh, healthcare choice. Okay, well, we, I was, I was going to go right below that, but go ahead. Yeah. We urge the passage of healthcare reform. 
That's great. We just had that. Obamacare. Wait, which results maybe in a more affordable health care through market-based competitive and transparent health care system? Maybe something like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe Including something that was passed? Tort reform, interstate competition, genuine accountability, and oversight. Huh. Now, where have I heard... Heard these that, words. I find it humorous that they use the word genuine. <laughs> I think that's a key word. <laughs> genuine accountability. Genuine, actually. Yes. <laughs> and, well, and below that, healthcare and nutritional supplements. We deplore any efforts to mandate that vitamins and other natural supplements be on a prescription-only basis. What? And we oppose any efforts to remove vitamins and other nutritional supplements from public sale. That's what I thought. (laughs) We support the rights of all adults to their choice of nutritional products and alternative health care choices. So. Some wackaloon got in there. And and wants colon hydrotherapy. Homeopathy. Oh, yeah, well, we'll just, you know, cheap... Stick a hose up their butt and they'll... All we gotta do <laughs> is, you know, give them a homeopathic remedy of cancer cells and they will cure themselves. Ugh. Yeah. And then they're... Um, but, oh, right above the healthcare choice, like we were just talking about, you yeah. know, sounds kind of like Obamacare. We demand the immediate repeal of the Patient Protection and Affordable Care Act, which we believe to be unconstitutional. Hmm. Let's see here. One, two, three, four. In five lines. <laughs> five lines. <laughs> they contradict themselves. Yes. Yeah. For the most part, it's one of those, oh, look, we, we said something here on page two. We're contradicting it on page ten. Huh. We said something on page three. We're contradicting it on page seven. I like the fact that it's just five lines. They go. Yeah. It's, bing, well, bing. it's right underneath it. It's healthcare, And then the patient. The, sorry. Protect uh, Patient Protection and Affordable Care Act, well, and then Health Care Choice, right in a row. But you know what? I think it's sour grapes. you got to look up the top one, right above the Patient Protection and Affordable Care Act. Health care decisions should be between a patient and a health care professional, and should be protected from government intrusion, hmm. unless you have a vagina. Yeah. If you have a uterus, then it's a case of you, your doctor, and your legislator. Yeah. Uh, well, because they, they do want legislation to say that uh, life begins at conception. Yes. So the question is then, separately, is a sperm a person and an egg a person? And then they... Or half a person? Maybe three quarters of a person? Three fifths. <laughs> Let's just go back to that. I okay. mean, it's okay. in the Constitution. <laughs> All right. So... Uh, Obviously, they're against homosexuals. Oh, I found something quite fun, too. Human cloning. It's on page 10. Oh, yes. Yes, yes. Each human life, whether created naturally or through an artificial process, deserves protection. Hmm. However, if you continue reading all of this, basically they're saying they want to completely ban cloning and that there should be laws against it. (laughs) It's... Wow. Eating your cake and having it, too. We unequivocally oppose the United States Senate ratification of the United Nations Convention on the Rights of the Child. They unequivocally oppose it. (laughs) I'm 
really trying to bite my tongue and, and be proud of them for spelling unequivocally correct. Well, <laughs> Well, they have spell checker. If you look in, in the paragraph right above it, the parental rights and responsibilities, um, parents have the right and responsibility to direct and guide their child's children's moral education. Okay. We strongly support a parental rights amendment to the U.S. Constitution, but then turn around in the very next line in the, we unequivocally oppose the U.S. Senate ratification of the U.N. Convention on the Rights of a Child. <laughs> they they don't know what they're doing. Um, well, let's let's move. Okay, so they're, you- they're against. They, they want a, uh, finance. Want to get into finance, or do you want to continue this? No, there's actually one in here that kind of ties in with something we just talked about. We believe that no individual convicted of child abuse or molestation should have the right to custody or adoption of a minor child. Now, here's the thing: it says conviction. Right. What about once again, if somebody say gets their conviction overturned due to DNA evidence or something like that, well, then it's, it's still con- convicted though. Hmm. It's not taken off their record. No, it's not usually expunged. It's still on there. It's just yeah. Oh wow! <sighs> I'm just so the the whole point is they they've released this. They're they're against critical <sighs> thought. They're against finance. Okay, let's let's move in more into the political side of this um, at, at the beginning because they want full disclosure of monies that go into politics. Oh yes, great idea. But then they demand the repeal of the McCain-Feingold Act, Rosebush Blocker Rule. Um, they they want it's just. Why Why would you do that? <laughs> yeah. All of these were put in place because there were problems. Uh, what was the, the Oxley one? Sarbanes-Oxley. Yeah, they want the removal, uh, the repeal of that. But that's what, that happened after uh, uh, Enron and WorldCom and all, these, and all of this finance stuff. And the fact that they haven't really been enforcing it very well has kind of led to what happened in the last couple of years. You know, we don't really need a lot more legislation. What we need is enforcement of the legislation we have. Right. But they they want to get rid of it all. They want to get rid of that. They want to get rid of the minimum wage law, the prevailing wage law. Uh, the non-discrimination act parts of, of the civil rights voters acts. You know, I'm just like, really? Yeah, because it's like they have this idealistic view of how the world is now, despite all of the evidence, because they're they're fighting against all of the bad things by repealing all of the stuff that was supposed to keep it from getting that bad. Right. (laughs) But then they turn around and say, we believe that the lawful declaration of war is necessary for the United States to enter into war with another nation and urge Congress to reclaim its constitutional responsibility. Any breach of this power by the executive branch is an impeachable offense. Talk to our former governor then. (laughs) That's what I have to say. Okay, if this is what you want, why aren't you clamoring for him to be put in jail. Yeah. Oh, because he's one of us. It's all right. 
He's a good old boy. Good old boy? Well, I'm not a good old boy. I have boobs. Yeah. So you're automatically wrong regardless. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I can't even have control of my own body. Yeah. Well, you have natural boobs and a natural vagina, apparently. Yeah. Because uh, if if they weren't natural, that would be wrong. So, oh, that that just brings up the idea. Uh, the principles. Number six principles. Self-sufficient families founded on the traditional marriage of a natural man and a natural woman. Now, if she has breast enhancement surgery... Or has a tummy tuck, or tightens up her hoo-ha. Uh, that makes her unnatural. What if the guy has penis enlargement surgery? Or pectoral implants. Yeah, or, I don't know, uses Viagra. <laughs> that makes it quite unnatural. Or if the woman is using birth control. Oh, very well, they're opposed to that, too. Well, yeah. But... Yes. So there is just <laughs> so many things wrong here. <laughs> Free speech for the clergy. We urge amendment of the Internal Revenue Code to allow a religious organization to address issues without fear of losing its tax-exempt status. We call for repeal of requirements that religious organizations send the government any personal information about their contributors. No. Wrong. That should, if you are a tax exempt organization, you need to say what you're doing with that money. Well, in in the same way that they want contributions to political parties and to political campaigns all disclosed, the clergy are the same. They should not have special privilege. Right. Well, okay. We believe in the sanctity of marriage and that the integrity of this institution should be protected at all levels of government. We urge the legislature to rescind no-fault divorce laws, and we support covenant marriage. Ah, yes, the covenant marriage. Oh, hey, mm-hmm. there's a talking point. There's a, uh, a key word. Because they also support the affirmation of traditional Judeo-Christian family values and oppose the continued assault on those values. Uh, they also oppo- they support regular marriage and oppose the assault on marriage by judicial activists as well. Because okay. that's happening. Yeah. Wait, what is and- the, What is the assault? There's no assault on traditional marriages. No, there isn't. It, it, they're not changing a man and a woman getting married at all. How does anybody How else does getting Adam married? Adam and Steve getting married or diminish your marriage? Right. It doesn't. It. it I, I'm a firm believer in that marriage, if you want, quote, a marriage by your priest, your preacher, your reverend, your whatever. That's between you and the church. Anything legalized in the eyes of the state should be a civil union. Right, but the, the, thing, the thing is, when you're married in a church by the clergy, by whatever... Right. It's not. Marry. It's it's not a religious. Sir. No. 
It, it is. is cra- it you civil- have to have a marriage license that you get mm-hmm. from the state. It always has been. From its inception, marriage has always been a legal document. It has not been a religious document. They've put religion, a religious veneer over it to try and keep people together and to keep the, the 13-year-old girl from running back to her family. Right. <laughs> so, because God's going to smite her. One thing that or the guys with the stones. in the strengthening yes. families and protecting life and promoting health. So there's this great big thing at the beginning. Family and defensive marriage. Defensive marriage, God ordained, legal and moral commitment between natural man, natural woman, blah, 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 blah. Uh, repeal laws that place an unfair tax burden on families, blah, 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 blah. The primary family union consists of those related by blood, heterosexual marriage, or adoption. The family is responsible for its own welfare, education, moral training, conduct, property. So then it says we support marriage and oppose an assault on marriage by judicial activists. One line. Enforcement of the Defense of Marriage Act. Three. Marriage and divorce. Three. Family values. Two. Supporting motherhood. Two. Human trafficking. Kind of an important thing. One line. The Republican Party of Texas adamantly opposes any form of human trafficking. Including embryos, by the way. Homosexuality. They've got a freaking paragraph about how it's evil and it's bad and no granting of special legal entitlements or creation of special status, regardless of state of origin. And, you know, unchanging truths that have been ordained by God and recognized by our founders and shared by the majority of Texans. <laughs> well, homosexuality is very important to them. Oh. <laughs> Apparently. And enforcement of laws regarding all forms of pornography. Because... Porn is detrimental to the fabric of society. Boy, are they going to be pissed off if they follow through on that. The hypocrites. <laughs> yes. What, what's, the, uh, what's the number one porn capital in the United States right now? Utah. Utah. Huh. Yeah. The number one user of porn in the United States. Oh, here's one of my it's personal one favorites. one of the biggest businesses in the United States. <laughs> Here's here's my Help personal favorite. Yep. Scrolling back up. We oppose any government action to restrict, prohibit, or remove the public display of the Decalogue or other religious symbols. Mm-hmm. As long mm-hmm. as they're um, Christian symbols, of course. Judeo-Christian. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, they, Sorry, they'll, give, they'll give the Jews that little... <laughs> yeah. yeah well, I mean, they did still have their book. Yeah. Oh, wait. No, wait. They stole their entire book. And then they call it old. <laughs> so we don't need to pay attention to that except for you know that whole part about Leviticus where man lies with man yeah mm-hmm. in spite of a uh, couple of no you know we're not gonna we're not going to go into uh, biblical anti-apologetics here well I, I also like below the religious symbols the Pledge of Allegiance we support the adoption of the Pledge Protection Act and we also urge that the national motto in God We Trust and the national anthem be protected from legislative and judicial attacks. You know, I miss the time when our national motto was E, e pluribus, pluribus unum. unum. That is a far, far better statement because religion is always divisive. Right. Oh, and we call for the restoration of plaques honoring the Confederate Widows Pension Fund contribution that were illegally removed 
from the Texas Supreme Court building. Well, the one right above that was the symbols of American heritage. We call upon governmental entities to protect all symbols of our American heritage from being altered in any way. So we should go back to the flag that had the 13 stars. Sure. I like that. I like that. And, hey, we should probably put the Confederate flag up uh, up at the... You know, because that's not racist at all. It was never used as a a racist um, symbol. Ever. Ever. Never. No. Well, I mean, you've, you've seen the... You've seen that 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 uh, documentary about those uh, good old boys never uh, doing no harm. Let me see. They were always uh, what were they? Bo and Luke. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they weren't using that flag as no uh, no racist thing. In fact, I think I saw at least one one black fella on that show once. Yep. You know, they were fully inclusive. <laughs> really. Awesome. I don't know. Actually, I don't ever remember seeing a black person yeah. on that show. <laughs> I didn't I, see I that. I didn't too. see that abomination of a movie either. Oh no, I did not see that. <laughs> All right. So okay. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. The reason that we moved from registered voters to licensed drivers for jury duty was because we simply were not getting, at times, enough people qualified to serve on juries. Correct? Uh, could be. Seems to me, though, that would uh, limit the, the, the people so you could be more powerful. You could hold sweat. You could hold your own court by being the only registered person in town. <laughs> Jury service should be limited to registered voters. Yeah. I kind of agree with that. Um, because it shows that if, if you are a registered voter, regardless of whether you vote or not, it shows that you're at least going through the motions of giving a shit. Yeah. You know, I kind of like that idea. Uh, although having the, the registered driver database available, that does increase the amount of people who are forced into... Social consciousness or social service, but that's the GOP platform in a nutshell. It is oh. absolutely batshit insane in I places. I found another one that's <laughs> driving me insane. <laughs> we strongly support the immediate repeal of the Endangered Species Act. Oh, I forgot we about that. We strongly oppose the listing of the Dune Sage Brush Lizard specifically. <laughs> threatened or endangered species we believe the epa should be abolished yeah they don't want red light cameras um which i agree with um there's better things that you can do with the red light cameras um (laughs) because because that's basically taxation without representation they oppose making district of columbia a state hmm I found an interesting one. I just thought that was interesting. <laughs> the germane content requirements. All content of any bill must be germane to the title of the act. <laughs> Do they even know what that means? I find this quite humorous <laughs> because... You know what I'm thinking? That's because the McCain-Feingold, nobody's actually out there sifting for gold. So. Uh, yeah, so I just I find that really I'm funny because... Saying. 
that's what you know most people like most politicians is like oh we'll add this on the bottom of it add this on yeah. the bottom of it. so you're going to say that you're actually going to stop that i find that hard to believe that would be no writers on the bills I like that idea. I really like the idea because there have I, been writers that have stopped very good bills. I, I like the idea too, but I find it really hard to believe that that's something that they're going to stick to. Yeah, and the fact that they use the word germane sounds like they got it from somebody else because so far this has been a ridiculous um, a document. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad that the Republican Party put their platform out there for all of us to read. And so that everybody can get behind. And or, I believe it is taking two years for them to revise it. Yeah. And it took you a bit to find the actual document, did it not? Yeah, it wasn't I, really prominent on their website. Right. It was pretty much a case of I went to the Texas Freedom Network and then that linked to a blog, which linked to a newspaper article, which linked to another newspaper article <laughs> in the Austin Chronicle, which finally actually linked to the, the platform, platform PDF. <laughs> it was, you know, one of those falling down the rabbit hole sort of things. Yeah. Well, eventually hit the bottom. Yep. And Usually look at what you time. found. <laughs> yes, I'm so glad that I found all of that. Yeah. But I think I think we're going to end the podcast here. We had a nice rant about it. Um, with Greg gone, you know, lightning round is just not going to be the same. And you and I are have a lot of stuff going on. <laughs> so. We're busy as fuck. So, yeah, I guess it's Greg that's making us do the hour and a half program. Just kidding, Greg. Uh, and actually, we don't have any outtakes. We pretty much <laughs> went right through Whoa. from start to finish on this. So this is this is pretty much it. Uh, so hope you guys have a good week. <laughs> hope you guys enjoy this episode. Yeah. Uh, we'll see what we have next week. I'm. We might have a little bit from Tam. I think we're gonna have our. Uh, well, we'll have a Tam report. Yeah. So thank you for joining us this yeah. week. No lightning round. No lightning round. Yep, no homework assignment for anybody. Highly recommend you go and read some of these things. It will boggle your mind. Yeah, don't do not take our word for, for it. it. We, we will have a link to the actual document uh, on this episode and on the blog, or on the Facebook page and on the blog. Sure. Yeah, you know, every place. Uh, so you can go check it out. Uh, I mean, I thought some of these. You know, here's the thing. Everybody talked about that one specific thing in there the about knowledge. the outcome-based education yeah. standards and, and everything Higher else. Order and, oh, thinking. you know, look, Texas is outlawing critical thinking. That was how it was always played. You know, yeah. Texas Republicans don't want you to think critically. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's true, but it was not the only thing in there. No. And it, once again, when you see the one thing in there, Read the whole rest of the document. If for nothing else, shits and giggles. Yeah. I mean, we've laughed pretty hard tonight. <laughs> Just choose a page randomly. Guarantee you'll find something that'll make you go, okay. Really? Yeah. Things it, that make you go, hmm. Yeah, and not all of it's bad, but a good majority of it is. <laughs> Gotta love our Texas Congress critters. So thank you for joining us this week, and we will talk with you... In a week.
Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, hey, uh, thanks, Mike, for joining us, by the way. Oh, no problem. This was uh, quite fun. (laughs) There is an update to the Republican Party of Texas's adopted 2012 platform, and that is that the Republican Party of Texas communications director, Chris Elam, said that the critical thinking skills language made it into the platform by mistake. Quote, the chairman of the education subcommittee indicated that it was an oversight of the committee that the plank should not have included critical thinking skills after values clarification, Elam said, and it was not the intent of the subcommittee to present a plank that would have indicated that the RPT in any way opposed the development of critical thinking skills. Elam said the members of the subcommittee regret the oversight, but because the mistake was part of the platform approved by the convention, it cannot be corrected until the next state convention in 2014. So there you go. They regret the oversight. So they are for critical thinking skills, but not necessarily for proofreading. Cheers! The Skeptic Wire podcast theme music is by Oscar Lawn with guest mandolin by Greg Perrine. If you've enjoyed listening to The Skeptic Wire, leave a review on iTunes or leave us a voice message via the Podposted app for iPhone. Friend us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at The Skeptic Wire. Follow our blog at skepticwire.blogspot.com or send us an email, skepticwire at gmail.com. You've been listening to The Skeptic Wire. You know, now that this is over... What was your idea, Donna? I believe that we should have the Texas Republican drinking game. And just start on a random page, and anytime you hear those key Republican words such as traditional, family, values, Judeo-Christian, slam your drink. (laughs) It won't take you a page before you're completely tossed. Unconstitutional was a big one, too. Oh, unconstitutional was a... I like that one. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Cheers. 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 <laughs> there actually was an outtake. <laughs> I'm a liar. <laughs> yeah, but we had to re-record it to get the... <laughs> Shh!